And it never stops, dude. Episode 67 of the podcast, dude. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. Now we're here. New app in the making, dude. And, uh, yeah, man, the Super Mario trailer got released. And, of course, people are pissed. They're fucking pissed, dude. Because... Because Chris Pratt, I mean, look, dude, we all knew that when Chris Pratt got signed up to do this, everybody, like, make that face like, hmm, you sure? Like, was Chris Pratt the guy you wanted? You know, but of course, but you know what, the dude can be a jokester, so I was like, okay, it might, it might come out, might come out tight. And so they released the trailer, and <laughs> it's all of Chris Pratt as Mario sounding like chris pratt now i know the dude can ham it up a little bit right he can ham it up he can give it like a voice like real crazy i don't know whatever he wants to do but he can do that he was in that movie with tom holland that cartoon uh, onward and his voice was kind of like animated for that it wasn't so chris pratty like very serious i'm in another war movie like that motherfucker does either the dinosaur movie or the war movie and eventually they're gonna cross it to like these time dinosaur like dude he just did a he just did a movie about like fighting a war like in the future yeah so like they they time traveled to fight a war in the future and dude eventually they're just gonna mix all that shit they're gonna be like these fucking time dinosaurs 20 years in the future they make dinosaurs again and we gotta go fight them and then of course they come back from the future are you fucking john uh and the writing's so horrible they're like are you john stamos chris pratt is like like, yeah we need you in this war 20 years from now what do you mean I'm, i'm i'm a family man i gotta stay here it's time dinosaurs and then like for some reason he gets it he's like oh shit and so it's like (laughs) in it in a world where dinosaurs came back (laughs) just heartbeat (laughs) like in between all the fucking (laughs) and they're pissed and it's like Get out, it's a Triceratops! And then, like, the Triceratops, instead of, like, horns, it has fucking, like, machine guns as its horn. It's like... And, you know, of course, there's, like, a love story in there for some fucking reason where Chris Pratt, like, you know... Or his character, John Stamos, is... <laughs> He's, like, he fell in love with uh, the chick who brought back the dinosaurs. like, I know I should be mad, but... I am prehistorically hard right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making myself laugh off my fake trailer. If you don't find this funny, I feel I feel bad for you that you don't that you don't appreciate comedy. I'm just, you know, I'm sad for you. <laughs> but no, so everybody um everybody, right? Uh cuz I, I took a poll and everybody says, but the majority of what I read online comments wise, I don't read I don't read for real. I just read comments. And they were like, "Where's the Italian accent, dude?" Like dude, Mario's Italian, which is kind of it's kind of funny, right? Like Japanese people made an Italian plumber who saved um, a princess from a turtle lord. Yeah, I think I said that right. Imagine pitching that in the room, like he's an Italian plumber who saves like a cotillion princess from a t- 
turtle lord who has spikes on his back and breathes fire. And if you remember anything from the movie, how they made uh, Koopa look, oh, Jesus, dude. But you know what? It was the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. I don't I don't blame them. It's like, what the fuck else did you think they were going to do, you know? Like, they, people don't realize, man, they gave us Ninja Turtles, like, in those, and there were suits with, like, uh, like, mechanical robot heads, and that was fucking great for the time. And they shit on Koopa. It's like, dude, come on. You you can't have it all, especially back then. Like, very, no special effects. And if there was, it was really shitty. And so, uh, you know, they're all, they, they from time to time, people post the fucking old Koopa in a meme or something. And, I mean, it kills. It's always going to kill because it looks like, <laughs> dude, it looks garbage. It looks like if you... If you shrink the dude's head from Suicide Squad, the the alligator guy, whatever his name was, like shrink that dude's head, and that was the Koopa from the '90s. And oh, I don't even get started on that movie. He's all, "I want BET." I was like, "All right, all right, okay." So, anyways, people are pissed. Chris Pratt's uh, as Mario doesn't sound Italian enough, and it just sounds like Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. And so it's just basically Andy as Mario. So people were pissed. And of course, you know, a part of me is like, ah, this is just a studio trolling. Because, you know, with Sonic, they had uh, the people were so fucking freaked out by how, how they made Sonic look. that They went back and changed the whole fucking movie digitally. Costing like $13 million. Although it was a fucking smash hit. And then part two was a hit. And now they're probably doing a part three. And Jim Carrey's like, fuck, dude. All I wanted to do was one. And now I'm stuck. I'm doing a franchise. And so, uh, yeah, Chris Pratt. People are like, this is not Italian enough. And you know what, though? You get a glimpse of Charlie Day as Luigi. Perfect. Perfect fucking casting. Kills it. Because, like, in an animation, this is a fake world, right? And... With all intents and purposes, nobody should be mad. This is all fake. But people remember their childhood. And they just want to remember uh, how stuff was. And that's all. You know, they want it, like, completely accurate. But even if they did do everything you wanted to the T again, you would still probably hate it for some fucking reason. You're like, yeah, I just think the, you know, the 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 studio that made it just didn't do a great job of blocking or coding. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even make a I can't even off the rip make a fake bash against technology of studios because I don't even know <laughs> what they do so um oh dude but you know who fucking stole the show was Jack Black as Bowser dude he killed that shit dude Jack Black killed it like just in the trailer you're like oh I'm in and it's kind of it's kind of you know, freaky, because it's like, you forget that's Jack Black, and you have, uh, what's his name, Keegan, Michael Key as, uh, as Toad, works perfectly, you know, kills it at that, and everybody, I mean, you know, the, the whole huff is just Chris Pratt as, as, uh, as Super Mario, so, now it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be interesting, man, to when it all comes out, I feel like, I feel like the studio's just kind of trolling, like, they're gonna give you the Italian voice, I just think they were just doing that to gain some sort of buzz and talk about it, which is fucking genius, dude, I'm calling it right now, I think that's what's happening, 
they put that out there. They're like, no, just like, let's record one for the internet. We need to get buzz on this. Let's do it. And it's fucking working because, I mean, look what I'm doing. You know, I'm fucking recording this. This podcast is is going towards their marketing budget, dude. I'm not even getting any fucking money for this. God damn it. But, I, you know what? I would have loved a live action Mario thing. Like, <laughs> I... John Leguizamo as Luigi, again, they're, dude, they're, they're 10 for 10 on this casting of Luigi. Charlie Day, the voice, John Leguizamo, killing it, dude. You know, like, killing the Luigi character. It's just, uh, I mean, the voice for Mario, it's, uh, it's perfect, like, for the games and for whatever else. it's me Mario. You know, I could even do it. Put, hook me up, dude. You know, how hard is that? Alter my voice in the studio a little bit, and I'm set, but... Now, that's definitely what they got to be doing, man. They're, they're just creating buzz around the movie. They want people to get, like, oh, like, so pissed. Because w- what's that thing, dude? Like, um, even if you hate it, like, I'm pretty sure there, if you took a poll of, like, how many people talk shit about it, followed up with those people, and been like, did you go see the movie? I guarantee you, like, a little over 50% of people would go see it who were hating on it before. And there's something to that, dude. It's like... The people that hate you actually love you, but it's, like, in a weird way. Like, like, uh, like the fucking Howard Stern movie, Private Parts, where they're, like, uh, they're getting numbers back on Howard Stern's show. It's like, well, how many people are listening? And he gives them a number. He's like, yeah, the people who don't like listening to him are listening twice as long because they want to see what he's going to say next. And and it's it's just like that, man, for some reason. Like, we, we love to hate on shit. But at the end of the day, we're going to go, like, support it and all that. But I guess we're just, what, blowing off steam? I don't know. You know. I mean, some people can blow off steam, unlike Kanye, who is burning his world to the ground, dude. This, look, I know I talked about him last week, but there's no fucking way I could support what this dude is doing. And now he's going to call me out on Instagram. He's going to be like, that's fake, JR. Like, I've been, like, you've been there since the beginning. I've been listening to your to your podcast since the beginning. It's over, fam. Like, he called out the dude from Supreme, one of the uh, the the creative director of Supreme, which was, I, I mean, I had heard about it earlier where the guy from Supreme had called him out for saying, like, he was using Vir, uh, Virgil Abloh's name to, like, I don't know. I look, it's messy, and I don't really care because these are, like, elitists fighting. Like, these are, like the high fashion, rich fucking people just angry at each other for some sort of friendships. But it was cool to like, uh, for that dude to get called out. I thought it was kind of funny. He's like, he doesn't even skate. And (laughs) dude, that's such like, what's the best part about skateboarding is that like when actual skateboarders see people who are just trying it on for fun, you know, they're not really, they've got the, they've got their Jordan fucking whatever one's on and they're like like, yeah i'm a skateboarder it's like no dude you're just you're here for the week or whatever like you bought a board at zoomies you bought a complete and you just want to come because you thought you could fucking you thought you're badass in real life so you're like oh i'll just put a board underneath me and i'll still be fucking cool and then you look like dude every new skateboarder i mean this is nothing to to talk shit on but every new skateboarder looks like they're just finding their legs for the first time and it's hilarious and of course i look like that too but i'm just saying like and so when you're you come you, like i see you dripped up and draped out from fucking you got the jordans on you got your fucking Balmain jeans you know you got your chrome hearts t-shirt 
and then you got your whatever Noah hat. I'm just like, cool, like, all right, I get it. Like, <laughs> so, no, it's funny that Kanye called him out because that's such a skateboarder, like, skateboarding thing to do is, like, call out somebody who doesn't skate, who's, like, repping skate shit. And, I mean, this motherfucker works for Supreme. And, I mean, yeah, you could argue that Supreme now is more fashion than skateboarding, but they have a skateboarding team. and But they all look like they're, like, you know, fashion week models just skating. I mean, they don't look like it, but they, like, they have the attitude and they're, Ugh, I'm a fucking, I'm a skateboarder fucking punk, but I wear, my whole outfit is eight fucking hundred dollars. It's like, okay, after a while, it's not so punk rock, right? So, and that, oh, and then that's not punk rock to say something's not punk rock. I'm not fucking punk rock, dude. Fuck. You know what? It's punk to call out punk to call out punk. There you go. I figured it out, guys. I figured it out. The trifecta of punk, man. So that dude is burning his whole fucking world to the ground. I'm like, are you going to have friends after this, man? And I'm not concerned for him. I'm not because, you know, you can't waste your time on things. But watching this show is the most entertaining thing. It's like, fuck, man. I was like, this motherfucker called out Puff Daddy? Like, can you call out Puff Daddy? Like, he's Puff Daddy. He's P. Diddy. He's Diddy Daddy. He's Dilly Doo. Whatever his name is now, that's who he is, man. I mean, he went through like nine name changes in the 90s. Diddy, Puffy, Puff, Sean Combs, Sean P. Diddy Combs, you know. Choose one and just stick with it. My personal favorite, Puffy, you know. Same Cheetos he eats. They bring him like a bag of Cheetos. They're like, these aren't Puffs. These aren't Puffs chips. So, no, they were out. Well, why would you bring them if they weren't Puffs? Anyways. (laughs) So, dude, watching Kanye do that is kind of... It's fun. It's just... You can't get concerned. I mean, look, I don't know the dude's situation. Maybe he fucking feels betrayed by all these people. And... Now he's just like, fuck it, what else I got to lose? This this man literally wants to be cut off by society. And people and some people are just like, Oh my god, he's the best. Yas. I love him. I'll buy anything he fucking makes. Like I swear to god, I, I wanted to buy Yeezys for like a day. And then I saw them in person and I was like, Oh yeah, no, that's not me. Yeah. No. It's not me at all. So I didn't, I just appreciate from afar. I'm like, oh, that, yeah, that, I get that. I see. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's holes in it, but it's, but it's a shoe you can wear. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's cool. I guess maybe not. I don't know. And I'll just move on just like that, man. But yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where he goes from here, man. This, this guy is, seems to just be burning every bridge that he has and something about a self-destructive person like that is just just great means for entertainment i gotta say the guy you know if he's not making albums he's entertaining you on the internet man and maybe fucking who knows dude maybe these some of these people need to be called out maybe these people in his life are fucking fake as shit and he's like no no, fuck you he's a member one i let you borrow milk he's bringing up old shit that i've seen i'm like damn this kind of seems super personal and he's gonna let some shit leak, man. I swear to God, him and Trump, dude, would if they ran the for the presidential, like it's over, it's over. My and dude, my wife the other night, 
we're laying in bed, and she asks me, she goes, do you think if Kim Kardashian ran for president that she would win? And I immediately wanted to have, like, a bit or a joke on it, but, like, (laughs) my logical brain slowed down and was like, oh, fuck. I was like, man, she could win. I mean, you're talking about a bitch who convinced most women in this world that to go get a BBL, fake tits, fake lips, fake everything. And then she took all them shits out. She pulled that shit out. And she was like, now what? You know, this this family, this girl convinced the world to do to, to basically look like her. This this man, she's got power like fucking and you could be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's that's the easy route. But think about this shit, dude. Think about it. If she ran for president, would she lose? I mean, or would... You know what the scariest thing is? Is that, like, even if as a joke, like, Kanye running was kind of like... Okay. But seriously. But for seriously, my guy. Think about it. There'd be a lot more women voters, I feel like, out there voting for her. Even if it was just, like, as a joke. You would see... I would... I 100% would say there'd be a spike in fucking registered voters, mainly women. And I guarantee you, if she didn't win, she would have come fucking close. And that's a scary thing I was thinking. Like, I was laying there trying to make a joke of something, and I and I literally couldn't because I was like, she might fucking win, man. It's It's very possible that she could win. And that's pretty fucking scary to think about because... Dude, I mean, anything they release or put out product-wise. I mean, and what if this is all of it? Uh Uh-oh, conspiracy time. What if all that they're doing is laying the foundation for her to actually fucking run? Like, that wasn't the plan from the jump, but it definitely became the plan as they went on. Because, I mean, dude, Hillary couldn't win it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's Hillary. Like, she's got a, a past that, like... And you know what, dude? We're not even a fucking political podcast, dude. But we're getting a little political right now. But Hillary couldn't win it because for whatever reason. Like, you can't trust that bitch. That bitch got, that, like, that new movie Smile. Smile. Smile that came out. Like, Hillary Clinton started that shit. That bitch got an evil smile for days, dude. You can't trust those eyes. Like, you know she's had people killed. Like, she, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they called her. It's like, Mrs. Clinton, we have him. What do you want us to do? And then she's just like, do it. And then she hangs up the phone and then she goes back to like a Thanksgiving dinner, hugs and kisses people and takes a photo op, all this shit. Like that bitch is evil. But see, Kim, you know, the world knows her. And I guarantee you, I mean, this could all be a ramp up to, you know, we have our first female president who's Kim Kardashian, who has a sex tape out, you know, <laughs> dude, you can't, oh my God, and that, and that's what I brought up too to my wife, I was like, she would be the first president of female as well, Armenian as well, like, and to have a sex tape out, and it's like, fuck it, it's out there already, it's been so fucking long, it's out there, you know, and it's like, but then who, like, yeah, I guess she wouldn't have like a a first lady or a first man or whatever you would call the reverse situation of that. (laughs) Dude, it's like, think about it for real. Like do yourself, think about it. Do you think it's possible? And you can't almost, you want to say no because you're like, no, nobody would do that. But dude, Trump won. What happened there? 
I thought the same thing. I was like, nobody's going to vote for this motherfucker. He's on TV. He's He was in Home Alone 2, the less better movie of the Home Alone series. And that's because that's they made it 3 and a 4, you know? So, <clears throat> um, think about it. You With the, the her popularity, it, <laughs> it could happen. And, you know, if anybody knows... These podcast listeners know if I speak some shit into existence, which I'm not speaking this into existence, fucking no way. But I mean, dude, I'm a shot caller. All right. I see a shot. I call it. And that and that's what I'm doing here. That shit might happen. Just just remember this shit. When you see that fucking Kardashian 2028 or whatever, 2032, whatever it is. You're going to be like, fucking JR knew it all along. I don't know if you guys are clocking this online, but anytime you uh, uh, click on your like likes page or whatever, like stuff that when you post, you see like likes or comments, or whatever, it's notifying you that like some people you follow, some famous people are doing a subscription <laughs> Uh, uh, Instagram, and so I'm like, and I would see him for a long time, and I was like, nah, nah. And then there's this one person, uh, Benny Gold, right? And I think he's a great uh, graphic designer. He did a lot of stuff for like Huff, and then he had his own brand, which, dude, f- I loved Benny Gold, dude. Benny Gold clothing was fucking. It was, it was perfect to me, in my personal opinion. Like his style of art was was great, and I and I really liked how, you know, the stuff he designed, and so, and I had a few shirts, and they fit, dude, they would fit great, and I don't know, I was a huge fan of Benny Gold, if you don't know who he is, look him up, and so, you know, I was like, fuck, well, I like this dude, let me, let me see what this subscription thing is based on, so I click on it, and it says, like, four ninety nine a month, I think you get, like, special chat, you know what, let me just look it up really quick, it's, what better way than to do the actual research so it's oh, like uh let's see um okay many gold right okay so then you go to it okay so it's 4.99 a month and for for this particular page you get a subscriber badge get a special badge next to your username whenever you direct message benny gold or comment on their post Exclusive content, enjoy Benny Gold's story, post reels and live videos that are that are only visible to subscribers. And subscriber group chat, I guess you have like a private chat with with them, you know? And so look, I I appreciate this guy and I like this guy, so I won't I won't dog on him because he's he's awesome. I would never do that subscription thing. Because I would never do anybody's subscription thing, like, on Instagram. That's the thing, man. It's like, I get it that everybody's, like, you know, you feel some way towards, like, yourself, right? And you go, I'm going to make this subscription-based because you have dignity not to do OnlyFans, but you still want, you know, a monthly nut of some sort. And uh, my wife hates it when I say nut about something, but it's kind of like, that's what you call things, you know? And so you don't want to do the OnlyFans because you don't want to show your bunny nostril to anybody. So you're like, okay, cool. Like, but I'll do an Instagram based thing. But here's the thing is like, I get enough of the people on Instagram. Like 
I don't need more. Like, and that's just me. And I'm going to drop a bomb on most of y'all right now. When it comes to, like, comedy and podcasting, or podca- like, podcasts, dude, I don't buy any of the merch. I don't do anything but other than, like, listen. If, if I'm listening to the podcast and that helps them enough, that's what I do. I like all these people, these podcasters, but I don't love them enough to buy merch. And I know that's kind of shitty, but it's like... I've said this before, like, I gotta love what I'm buying, and I don't love any of their merch ideas, they're not bad, they're just not for me, and so, I'll just, you know, I'll listen, and I'll, and I'll listen to the episodes, and if that helps them, you know, with sponsors or whatever, that's great, um, I just, I get enough of them in a podcast segment, or on their Instagram page, it's like, that's it, I don't need more content, like, you know, the people who I would legit buy content from, will never do it, so it's like, there's no point in me, uh, doing that, but I just found it funny, dude, that even, like, uh, what is it, like, Vine stars, who went from Vine and had to, had to jump to Instagram to, like, you know, save their career, I feel like they're trying to do this, too, and it's like, look, I like you enough for free, I tolerate you for free, (laughs) you know what I mean, and so, I'm just gonna enjoy the free content you have, and anything else is, those are for super fans and I'm I'm sorry I cannot get behind a lot of these people who I'm like why are you doing like there's this skateboarder Richie Jackson I think he his just popped up and if you know Richie Jackson he's a very unique skateboarder in the way that like he he skates but in his own way and I've I've was a fan of him for like a couple years but I'm not gonna like subscribe to anything he puts out it's like I don't like you that much guy you're I'm pretty sure you're a great guy but I just don't want I don't I don't like what you're doing that much, you know, and that might sound dick. And look, if this podcast ever takes off and I do some sort of subscription, then you better fucking subscribe. That's all I know. But you don't really have to because it's all good because if you listen and that's a support, I'll take to it. That, like really and truly like wherever this ends up going, however you support it, I'll appreciate it no matter what. So, yeah, I just think it's like, dude, trying... To get that, like, OnlyFans money on, like, legit sites, right? Like, legit, um... And, but you know what? I, I, like, what are the restrictions on this at that? Like, is it only because, like, do you still have to follow Instagram's guidelines? Or can you get a little crazy on there? See, I don't know. I'll never find out because I won't subscribe to anybody. Like, like, dudes who, like... I'm sorry. I think this is the most... This is the most obvious. I, I personally, I think, right? Uh, why are you buying OnlyFans subscriptions when porn has been free since like 2000 or probably even longer? I don't know on the internet. I never got that, dude. Like, uh, you're buying OnlyFans prescri- uh, prescription subscriptions, you're prescribing for sex. Uh, I, I just never got that, dude. I'm like, but but porn is free, like always. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess like, th- these are fans of, of people that they're like, I want to support her nudity, <laughs> her nude content. I want to support, man. Meanwhile, the guy like who got on there first playing guitar, playing like a lot of Oasis, you know, is not is making like twenty bucks a month. He's like, oh damn it, this isn't taking off for me like they said it would. So I don't know, man. The subscription based thing on, I'm pretty sure because uh, Facebook owns Instagram, I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook as well. I just, I don't have a Facebook anymore. So I don't know. And uh, I'm pretty sure if I were to get back on, it would seem like 
Because with technology nowadays, I mean, you're, uh, I haven't been on since fucking 2018 or 2019. And that's enough time for, like, for me to have missed many boats of upgrades on that app. Like, at this point, it's probably not even the same thing. They're like, like, please scan your retina. I'm like, huh? Like, okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. Face ID. Like, no, put camera to your retina and we'll scan it. And it's like, what? Are you ready to be submerged into vr i'm like well fuck i don't have the goggles no need rubber band the phone to your fucking face it's like oh shit you can that's possible now like try it and <laughs> i don't know man i just uh yeah i don't know i, I like i will subscribe to hbo man because they, they got the shits you know they got the shits I want to watch. I don't know if I want to watch this one. Like, what would one person want to talk about? And, dude, imagine if I charged you to listen to me. You would. I would have zero plays. You got to get to know me. You got to see what this show is all about, you know? Like, and I look, I guess that's them, right? They, you already kind of know who they are, so if you're a fan. But still, like, I like Benny Gold. He's a great artist. I think he, he you know, he's a he seems to be, like, a really good family man and all that stuff. But I just, I dude, to give him five bucks a month is just... I don't know, man. I just don't. Maybe I don't like him that much. No, nah, but he's a he's a really good. He's a good guy. He's a good artist. From again, what I can see online. I mean, everybody thought fucking what's his name? Bill Cosby was a great guy. They're like, oh, this is no, nah, this is the best guy. What do you mean? Anyways, man, dude, like I was talking to my homie Vic. Right, we're having a convo, <laughs> and while we're talking I think the amber alert goes off in his airpods and I, like while I'm talking to him so I guess the like am- the amber alert can like trump anything you're doing like what it just it just goes off even even if you're on the phone and so we're talking and literally I had this th- this thought a day uh, I think the same day dude because I woke up and my phone was underneath my pillow and so of course, obviously, when the amber alert goes off, it's like it might as well be like an asteroid is coming to Earth sort of alarm sound because it's like, it's like, dude, like they hired DMX just to do they're like, or, you know, like they're like, look, X, you need to give it to him again. But how you're going to do it is through this amber alert. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'll do it. What I got to do It's like, well. <laughs> they talk to him back as himself. Well, we need you to give us one of those great, like, you know, X going to give it to you. Uh, you know, because look, the Amber Alert, we really need people to be alert about multiple Ambers. So if you could just give us a real, like, uh, we'll record it. We'll kind of fix it. And, you know, we'll make it sound like it's, you know, we just made it in the studio. It's like, oh, yeah, for show. Sure. I got you. And so he gives them one. Uh, and they're like, great X. That, that's perfect. That's going to annoy the shit out of a lot of people. Now, look, I know the Amber Alert is a great thing because obviously if I needed it, I would want everybody to, to be alerted about my situation, you know? And th- that's another thing me and my homie Vic were talking about where it's like, I was like, uh, we were like, I think most people just kidnap, like family members just kidnap, you know, uh, uh, one of the relatives is kids and it's like although that is still fucking shitty it's also just a reminder of just like uh people putting their business out there i'm like hey man like settle this shit within your family 
and then let us know if it goes south from there. But, uh, dude, can we get, like, okay, I might be dumb. Can you change the alarm sound on that Amber Alert? Is that possible? Because if so, like, can I get, like, a, just, like, a swooshing, a swooshing river, you know? Maybe some crickets at night. That'd be nice. Or, like, uh, like a wind chime. But, like, not an annoying wind chime, you know? Just kind of, like, light. Just, you know, light. Something, dude, because this fucking, this DMX alarm sound that they got going on for this Amber Alert is fucking, it's out of pocket, dude. I'll just say that. And, like, yes... Again, dude, let me reiterate because some people don't know how to take a joke. Yes, it's a very helpful tool and hopefully all those people get found. And all that. Dude, like the alarm that went off for me was for a two, a two week old. I, I looked at the date. I was like, damn, how old? And they're like two week old. I'm like, what? Like people taking like infants? I, I guess, you know, nobody is subject to like a kidnapping, right? No, no age, but, but I was like two weeks old. Damn. Like imagine like, if I was a baby and I got kidnapped at two weeks, I'd be like, damn, I just got here. Like, let me, let me fucking, can I, can I go to a Chuck E. Cheese first? Can I, you know, <laughs> can I get socks for a Christmas present for my grandmother? They're like, nah, two weeks old. You got to get used to this shit, bro. There's a war in Ukraine. So <laughs> get used to, you got to get kidnapped at two weeks old. No, so I saw that in the same day, like, there was another one that went off. I was like, Jesus, man, like, these people do kidnapping is a fucking business, I guess, because these people are, like, doing it too damn much. And I wonder if anybody ever, like, like, see, because there's always, like, a description, like, um, in, in this car, this license plate, like, I look at it, and I'm sorry to say, but I don't, like, really register it, because it's like, you gave me a description and a sequence of numbers, I'm like, dude... Uh, I can't, I don't even know sometimes what I ate for breakfast yesterday. It's like, how am I supposed to know? It's a black Nissan truck, 2K1 through SWJ, I don't know. And so, you know, all those Amber Alerts go through. I'm just like, man, there's got to be a more peaceful way to to let me know, or at least not to make me go deaf in one ear right early in the morning. But, but I get it. They're useful useful as shit man i'm just saying like let's let's find another alternative sound dude that's all i'm saying dude i think we did it you know we've done a lot of food creations we've done um fusions you know you go to asian mexican food place you're like okay we did it like yeah you guys you guys clutched it all right it's clutch but I saw something, of course, on Instagram, because where else are you going to see life but on online? And they got this thing, dude. It's called a, a cotton candy burrito. And, dude, I, you know, when I look at food or I look at, like, treats, little dessert treats, I'm like, oh, that looks good. That looks great. Like, oh, I don't get it, but it still looks fucking delicious. They pour, like, an ounce of fucking sauce on it, so it looks great. But this is the first time I look at something and I'm like, that is fucking disgusting, and you should never, ever let anybody consume that. Because what it looks like, it, it's, it's, they flatten out like cotton candy, right, as a, if you will, to make it the tortilla of the whole burrito. Then they put scoops of like ice cream, sprinkles, fucking icing, whatever, I don't even know what the fuck they put in there. Just, just anything sweet, it's in this burrito. 
Then they tightly wrap this cotton candy to burrito form. And then they cut it down the middle and then they open it. And they're like, ah, oh, isn't this... Du-? I'm like, who wants to eat that shit, dude? There's, look, I've known some people with sweet tooths. Definitely. But you got, like, you got to stop playing with me, dude. Nobody wants that. There's no fucking way people... That has to be like a special request item because there's no way anybody's going to get a cotton candy burrito guy. There's no way. I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. It looks like, just look it up on Instagram. I don't know. You might be able to find it. If that looks delicious, then I don't obviously know you anymore. Because it looks disgusting, guy. It looks disgusting. Dude, it's like a slap in the face for like anything dessert. Because, well, first off, I'm not a fan of con candy. I don't trust that shit disintegrates on my tongue. Like, what? Like, I remember I had con candy for the first time and I didn't understand what was going on. You know, I was like, I was, uh, as I was like, ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like putting more in, but it was like dissolving even faster. Like, what? Yeah, it's gone, ah, ah. I was like, I, I thought you could chew it or something. I was like, no, just, just fucking straight dissolved. Like that and Pop Rocks, I don't fuck with because that's like, what are you doing to my tongue, guy? <laughs> hey, guy, what are you doing to my tongue popping on there? It's like, it's weird. And then like Con Candy just being all reckless as shit and just dissolving. Like you're just colored sugar, like spiraled into this web thing. And now you're dissolving on my tongue. Look, that's the breakdown of Con Candy. I can't, I can't give you all the nuances of Con Candy, but this fucking cotton candy burrito, dude, is just like, we've gone too far. We did it. Like that's, that's the stopping point. Now let's, let's, let's go back just a little bit. Okay. Like, dude, the blizzard's amazing. What's wrong with the blizzard? You know, fried Oreos, I'm going to give them a pass. I've had some. They're fucking good. I mean, again, you shouldn't eat more than like two. Oh, funnel cake. Oh, my God. Like, what, like, can we just keep those classics classic? Why do we got to reinvent the fucking sweet treat? Like, I don't know. You, like, you got to take a look at it for yourself and see if you like tell me what you think. There's no way you're going to be like, no, nah, fuck. Yeah, I'll eat that. It's like. No, you're lying to me. And we're not friends anymore. I don't know if we were in the first place, but now we're not. Because you're telling me that looks delicious? No way. I'm sorry. And of course, dude, it's like multicolored. It's like, you know who would eat that? Like a 13-year-old girl on vacation and like she eats it. But guess what? She's fucking throwing the fuck up, dude. And I've been there. And I've eaten too much to the point where I'm like, I got to throw up. (laughs) That sucks, dude. That part of eating is like, and you know what does this, dude? Um, my wife made this, makes this pasta that she found on TikTok, and I gotta say, dude, this shit is fucking addictive. It tastes so good. You're like, oh yeah, like I'll have another helping. Like this is. Last time we ate it, dude, there was a point where I was like, I better fucking stop, or I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna have like a brick in my stomach. But dude, like my body was like, oh, keep sending, keep shoveling that shit in, dude. We're good down here. I was like, yeah, but what's gonna happen to Oh bro, you're gonna you're gonna feel sick if you keep going, but don't keep going. Let's go. I'm like, nah. I let my brain do the thing for the first time and I cut that shit off because I mean, dude, it's good. Like I, I don't know I just called it the TikTok pasta because that's where she got the recipe from, but it's oh my god, dude, it's cherry tomatoes. You got the feta cheese. 
They got the penny pasta or the penny pasta, whatever you call it. Some olive oil, some basil, some pepper. Oh, you chop up some chicken? Forget about it. It's delicious. It's delicious. Get yourself some. I won't tell you the whole recipe. I don't know. But, dude, whenever my wife's like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, fucking TikTok pasta. I don't even... I'm pretty sure there's, like, a proper name for it again. But I just... You know, I'm looking up con candy burritos and I'm calling shit TikTok pasta. Like, who the fuck am I now, dude? <laughs> you know, it's come to my attention that <clears throat> I yield a certain power that many do not. And I noticed this, you know after two things came to fruition right one of those things being when i would go to marble slab and if you've been following the pod you know what the fuck is up welcome they would ask do you want a tip (coughs) out loud and it would piss me off right because it's like cool put me on the spot i mentioned this on this podcast and all of a sudden that changes All they do now is turn the little iPad over to you where I can reluctantly hit no tip with a fat ass smile on my face. Okay. So (laughs) I just love making people angry when I say shit like that. So the second thing being daylight savings, I figure, hey, Arizona, Hawaii, don't do it. It must be working out great for them. I declare on this podcast, I think we should get rid of daylight savings What the fuck is the point? It's modern technology. These farmers can figure it out. I'm assuming. Plus, most of them are on TikTok now. And machines are doing their farm hand work. Whatever. So, a couple weeks later, we come to find out. Congress is trying to pass a bill called the Sunshine Protection Act. And guess what? It gets passed. This this fall will be the last time we set our clocks uh, backwards. Because starting in 2023, when we go, when we spring forward, that will, that will be it. We're on fucking yes, dude, on fucking track to just get dark when it gets dark, which is like normally around eight ish and not get dark at five and feel like you've been out, you know, since midnight or whatever. So finally, I declare something else on this podcast, you know, very near and dear to my heart. I say... I want Blink-182 to come back and do a couple of albums and a couple of tours. And if you don't mind, if you're listening to this in its AirPods, I'm giving you a warning, okay? Because I'm about to get a little loud right now. But Blink-182 is fucking back, dude. That's what we fucking do here at A Cynical Optimist, dude. I yield this power. Tom is back. The tour is on. You got fucking story so far, turnstile, rise against the wallows for some reason. But dude, they're fucking doing it. We're here. And I I am I, I yield this power, dude. I don't know. I gotta be careful. But dude, who gives a shit right now? Blink is back. Dude, I wanna scream even louder than I can on this pod, but I don't want you to blow out your eardrum. I love you, and I want your eardrums to be okay, all right? So listen, dude. Oh, my God. This is the best news. This is the best news that could happen on this podcast real time. Today was announced. 
Tom joined Blink and they're heading out on tour. Man, like, I'm going to say this, and if you think I'm crazy, you can tune off, tune out the pod from here on. Because if you don't think I can do 20 minutes on Blink, ah, you came to the wrong pod. I could easily do 20 minutes on Blink. I could do an hour on Blink. But for you today, just 20. Dude, when I got the, when I heard and I saw the news, I knew at this exact moment, and in it, and it kind of like, it just came over me that like everything is gonna be okay, you know. I know we got a lot of shit going on. We just came out of a fucking pandemic, but dude, this is the little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, man. Now you're saying to yourself, "Oh, I'm not that big of a Blink fan." Well, fucking check your brain, okay? They're the fucking greatest. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I know you have other favorite bands. You know, Five Finger Death Punch, maybe Seven Dust. I don't give a shit, dude. But none of those guys left the band and, and nobody else wanted more from them. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, they're doing cruise ship, fucking cruise ships, whatever, concerts. Like, they, they're doing fine. But, dude, this is a universal truth that everybody wanted Blink back. And now they're fucking here. I can't, I can't believe it. I can't, dude. Oh, man. I, I'm just, I'm literally riding on uh, on a cloud, cloud nine, just feeling great. Nothing can get me down. It doesn't matter. Today is our day as Blink fans. We're being carried into this, dude. And this is, and this is incredible, man. Like, and what's another cool thing is that they're going to uh, South America, which is uh, the, dude, I guess they've never toured there, ever. And so somebody in the comment was like, this is 30 years in the making that they're coming to South America. I'm like, dude, fuck yeah for those people too. It's like, oh my God, what like, what incredible news to be like, they're together and they're coming. Like, that's awesome for those fucking people. Like, I I hope they play, I don't know, five, ten shows a night for these guys. Like, they deserve it. To never be able to see them ever that's insane so man dude you know and we all knew right we all knew they changed their their instagram they uh they they put their website as you know under construction oh man i mean if you if you've been a bullying fan you know how this feels this is this is everything dude you know i gotta say this this pod is one eighth a blink podcast and it's oh man i can't tell you what you know what great news this is for for me and the pod you know and you the listener because i'm going to talk about this shit till the till the pod's over today but man dude uh literally couldn't it couldn't but a better time to, to have happened like it, it's just been like when Mark got cancer, I was like, fuck, this is it, dude. If if this if he dies, like that's our that's our punk rock dad, you know what I mean? That's our cool dad that collectively we all look up to, you know? And Greg Graffin is like, you know, he's our he's a punk rock grandfather, but Mark's our dad, man, when it comes to this shit. Like, and if he had died, I I would know the end is coming, you know, like Armageddon, whatever you call it. I knew that if he had passed away, that's it. It's over. It's done. There is no more hope looking forward, dude. 
and and you know he he survives it great he's coming out he's feeling stronger than ever it's amazing and i don't know i just think <laughs> i'm not going to say tom came back because of that like he had did with travis previously i hope like in this time it's been 10 years since they did that last album so i hope there's been time to like reflect and talk and just figure stuff out and maybe and look, if he's coming back, that's great. Even if they do this album plus a tour and then he takes, I don't know, two, three year break, whatever to do with his other shit. Look, at this point, we're all good. We're all fine. It's just like, let, just keep making the music with them, man. The thing is, you got to keep making that music with Blink, dude. It's got to be the original three. And I know Travis was an original, but come on, like he might as well be by now. And so look, I, I didn't think there was any hope and I was like... You know, but as a true Blink fan, you know I kept this like it's it's just like a movie. A guy's in a cave and he's the only way he's surviving because he's getting these little droplets of water on his face, and 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 that's how he's staying hydrated by just collecting this water and to drink it. And it's just like I can stay alive, but I don't know for how long. That was me, dude. And that was all of the Blink fans. We were like. Okay, man, we'll, we'll take this this little drip to survive, but if if nothing happens soon, it's not looking good, and and it was looking bleak. I gotta say, I I was I was like, man, you know what? I'm just gonna start being in the top, in the mindset that this is not gonna happen, and just get used to that, and uh, and then dude, they hit us with this, and I, I got a new life in me, bro. That's it, bro. Okay, bro. That's it. I got it. All new life. This is great, man. This is like, ah, uh, you're probably hating this because it's like, I'm just, I'm just reiterating that <laughs> this is the greatest thing to happen. But dude, if you were a fan like that, if you knew what they meant to me, if you felt that same way, I mean, you'd be fucking going crazy too. These guys, you know, musically have just, they've been a part of my life in such a big way. I only started playing music because I, I wanted to, like, like, I got Enema of the State from my sister who gave it to me, and I heard it, and I wanted to to be them. I wanted to be in the band, so that's why I even picked up a guitar was, like, I mean, the whole reason why I even got into music was them, because I loved what they were playing, and I wanted to just copy that. I just wanted to, like, how do they play, how does he play this great song, and I wanted to play it, and, and I, I got a guitar, and I, you know, started learning and I literally made it a goal to like learn how to play all their songs. I, I had a binder of guitar tabs. I printed uh, each album, each song. So uh, like Cheshire Cat, Buddha, uh, Dude Ranch, Enema. At the time it was up to only up to Enema and, ta- and then Takeoff came out. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out. So I had literally a binder of their albums of guitar tabs separate to my other ones just so I could play the the once I got better I could play all their songs like with them as I play the music so like I mean these guys kicked off everything for me dude and I always think about if it was something else if like my sister gave me like a fucking Pantera album or like a Tupac album like where the fuck I'd be (laughs) right now what if I was like dude Tupac is still alive He's somewhere on the island, man. Like Tupac, still, still pocking. Tupac will forever pock, you know. Or like, or just at a bar, 
like a dive bar talking about how Cowboys from Hell was Pantera's best album and it'll never be the same. Like, dude, listen, dude, Cowboys from Hell, sick album, dude. Like, seriously, I'll name you off the best five albums right now. Cowboys from Hell, number one. Number two, Cowboys from Hell, dude. Okay, number three, can you guess it? That's right, dude, Cowboys from Hell, man. And so the list goes on, man. Cowboys from Hell. So anyways, I'm glad she gave me the Blink album. And I was that just set me off on my career. And that's why my obsession is so huge with them. And just as I even grew older and I listened to the songs. And the songs grew older with me. Because at, at first I was like 11 when I, uh, when I uh, first heard them. I was 10 or 11 and I didn't understand what they were singing about. I just loved like it was melodic. It was the, the, the lyrics were catchy and, and the music was fucking perfect. So all that. And then now, you know, as I was getting older, I, I started kind of like relying on the songs to get me through shit, you know, whether it be breakups or or just not being your best or whatever, or just being a kid, a teenager, fuck, just going all fuck off and and. Yeah, dude, so it, it's, you know, the, me growing up with them, it has been just like a huge, a huge part of my life, and so that's why it means so much to me, man, these guys, never met one of them once, but if I could, that'd be, oh my god, ah, that'd be incredible, but besides the point, so them coming back, them announcing this tour is just, and a new album, like, and, and they released a snippet of a song called Edging, which is perfect it's perfect dude that's exactly what i want that's <laughs> it, they dude they kept us edging for fucking 10 years so it's it's just right that they they have a song called edging and they released a hilarious commercial for it too and ah uh, man this is it's just a fucking win you know you, you don't get them often but when they happen dude you gotta you gotta sit in it you gotta appreciate it and I know all Blink fans do, man. Like, not just the people who buy tickets to listen to all the small things like, you know who you are. I fucking saw you when I saw them. Uh, when did I see them? 2017? Yeah, I saw them in 2017, I think. And uh, this was with Matt Skiba. And uh, they played all the small things they did. And everybody went crazy for that. I was like, yeah, okay. And then when fucking, you know, a deep cut came out, everybody was just like, when they... Uh, I played Carousel, only the true fans were there. You feel me? And so, oh, that's another thing, man. Like, you know, you knew something was up because more and more they had kind of not been posting about Matt. And I don't think it was, you know, I think Matt knew the what, what was up from the jump. Like, if I was to guess what the deal was, it was like, hey, look, we want to make music as Blink. But obviously Tom can't right now. And so... You know, we, we passed by him. He's cool with it. If we put out some music, would you be willing to, to, to do this? And so I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, cool, okay. And then he's and then I'm pretty sure somewhere in the contract it was like, at any point we decide that like, you know, or if Tom is actually coming back or if they knew all along he would come back just that, you know, they just wanted to release music that Matt knew that it was just a temporary thing. You know, they're going to pay him for whatever album sales come out of the two albums that they did together and you know all good and fine i'll say this though like i mean i'm you know matt skiba's from alkaline trio and uh his band is super successful 
when it comes to like punk rock music like uh, i knew this guy in, in uh, high school named leon leon buff dude and he was the reason why i even checked out Kaline trio i was like this guy he was obsessed with him i'm pretty sure he still is he has tattoos of him and uh this guy was obsessed with him and so i checked him out and i was like oh yeah these guys do these guys are fucking good like where where was i not finding out this band and um i just you know he has a successful band and and he's gonna be fine he's gonna be great we do gotta honor him though for fucking keeping blink alive that's one thing you got you gotta be you gotta say thanks to matt skiba for stepping up and doing those albums and dude fucking great you know really good sounding albums like there is a different sound in those two albums obviously that he brings because it's a different person and so you you really got to say like man thanks to matt fucking skiba for doing that that's that's cool shit i mean he kept the culture going for blink and that's something you know it's hard to do because you're gonna have so many haters coming out saying like you're not tom yada yada and i'm interested to see what they consider uh this next album coming out is it their 10th album which would be correct or is it going to be their what is it uh technically would be their seventh yeah if you don't count those two albums but um or it would be yeah it'd be the seventh or the eighth it'd be the eighth album they release right so you know I think we owe Matt like a thank you for for doing what he did. Obviously, we nobody wanted to the fans of Blink didn't want to see Blink like dissipate or go away or anything. So, you know, he kept it going, he kept it alive, kept the I mean, they don't need a buzz to keep going, but you know, and dude, those albums are just as good, I got to say. But but you'll notice you know, if you've listened to their whole discography over, I don't know, 100 times like say the host of this podcast has You'll notice that, like, you need Tom and Blink because he's, dude, he's, like, the melodic riff chord guy. Like, the sound of Blink is through him and his guitar playing. Like, Matt did a really good thing, and he brought his own expertise to the band. But you can tell that that's Matt's sound, you know? And this is, dude, Tom forever is his, it's his sound. And there's this Ernie Ball interview that he did, which is super cool. If you're a, if you are a, a fan such as myself, it's on YouTube. It's Tom DeLong, Ernie Ball. Uh, I forget what it's called, but just look that up. And he's basically saying that he wanted to make songs that were punk rock, but kind of like nursery rhyme ish. And when you look at the older albums, you totally get that. You're like, oh yeah, they're kind of like speedy, happy, kind of uppity guitar riffs, and it totally makes sense almost like Descendants-esque, you know, Descendants were very fast, loud, but kind of, uh, they had really nice riffs in the middle of their song, so, so that's what Tom brings, and I mean, dude, there's so many times you listen to albums like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket or Dude Ranch, and you'll hear that Tom does these, like, like, three-string riffs, you know, whether it be in the higher strings or the lower, and it just, it's so necessary, in <laughs> in his album playing and i know at this point you're like fuck this guy loves blink and what did i tell you dude i can do 20 minutes fucking very easily on these guys it's not an issue dude this is this if if when i die and and there's a chart of like best days ever this is one of them for sure dude because this news uh has carried me and my friends on and um dude we cannot wait to see them live i mean 
this is great, man. Like, it's it's the only thing I know a lot of the fans have been waiting for, and I'm excited, man. And I'm just happy they're good. Hopefully, they're good, you know, as a band. Hopefully, they've worked everything out, and they can figure out something to where, you know, it's easier on everyone. I mean, Mark's busy, Travis and Tom, they had all that time to be with themselves and figure out other stuff that... You know, I'm pretty sure they have busy schedules now. So I just hope that, like, separately they can be who they are. But then together when they make music, when they, you know, do music with Blink and all this touring, that it's all good. It's all great. And, I mean, other than that, man, that's that's all I could ask for from these guys. Um, but, dude, that's going to do it for me for this week's episode, dude. What a great app, I got to say. It might not be to you, but today, to me, this is a great app. This is this is the best news, man. This is going to do it for me, guys. Look, listen, uh, if you're on any platform listening to this, please like, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. I think it helps me. I really don't know. But if it does, we'll find out. So anyways, guys, thank you. And again, we're going to be talking about this bling shit for time, until I go to that concert. And then more after that. It never stops. One-eighth of Blink Podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>